Hello listeners, Shadow of the Demon Lord is a grimdark horror game, and as such we'll deal with intense horror material. This is not intended for all listeners, and listener discretion is advised. Thank you. Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Christina, and I will be your editor for this tale. The storyteller for this campaign is Tyler, who you may recognize from our current Exalted vs. World of Darkness game run by Brendan. In this episode, the group squares off against wolves, skin corpses that fight back, and prepare to find the source of necromantic magic. Ooh. So prepare yourself for Shadow of the Demon Lord, A Fading Light, Episode 5, The Weight of Silver. Cross your way through the uh, damp plains till you get to the forest. You guys remember this this forest as it was before? A little bit muddy, but uh, not terribly hard to traverse. Uh, that has very much changed. This place has become much damper, much colder. The life here seems to have drained some. Some of the some of the liveliness of this forest has certainly left. Plants aren't growing as well as they can because they can't get much light. Wildlife has diminished. Food is harder to come by. And the entire place just looks pallid, weak, not full of life as it once was. Can everyone make me a, uh, a strength check as you try to walk through this forest as your feet sink into the mud? I refuse. I would like to. I would like this check to be an agility check, please. Same. I would much prefer agility. Well, you can't really, unless you. Uh, hmm. Do you have any argument for why you should make it an agility check? I'm, we're just traversing around, right? Yes, but you're you you do have to step and you have to pull your feet back up out of the mud as you sink in. Got it. Damn it. So unless, you wanna let, so unless you want to, like, Naruto sprint across the mud and sling mud everywhere and make a ton of noise, uh, it's going to be just a strength check to, to plod through. All I have is stuff for sneaky when I'm trying to hide or move silently, not really for traversing through mud. Next yeah. goal is to make a Master Blaster saddle for plug. Yes. That I still got the highest, even though I am out of minus one. Oh boy. Almost all good. Uh, everyone else kind of progresses fine. But man, the traveler's old boot that has the bad soul starting to peel off as he's going through that mud. Like, if you take a one heavy step and try to pull up, you can feel the sole of your boot just tear clean off. Unpleasant to walk around without a covered foot in this gross, cold swamp. So it slows you down a little bit. Not, not really anything negative happens from that other than it being slow going. Now, uh, Joe, you can go ahead and make that perception check if you'd like. While he's doing that, I would like to take the opportunity to readjust my camouflage again. I want to rub some mud on yourself? Yeah, I want to cover the mud up with some mud and uh, stick some branches and twigs to me. Yeah, I'm going to help him. I'm going to go up to where I can reach and try and add stuff on there. Okay. What are your professions, Cody? And Christina? I am a gatherer. 
I am an academic, which is not going to work for this, and I'm a musician. So, wilderness gatherer. I'm an outlaw, a hermit, and a uh, soldier. You know what? Because of the hermit one, I'm going to give uh, you a boon to this roll, Cody. Hermit plus Christina helping you, I'm going to give you a boon to the roll. So, just a D10, or D20 plus one boon, please. Oof. So you, you kind of unintentionally like mess up your previous camouflage, like all the moss and stuff that would have helped you kind of, you kind of like knock off accidentally and it kind of fucks it up. So you're a little bit shinier than you used to be, unfortunately, uh, but there's not really much to do about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this one's working out for you. I think the other look was, uh, was better for you, even though this one doesn't really blend in where we're at. It is okay. They will die with honor knowing they saw the face of their murderer. So you guys keep going? As you guys progress, you slowly make your way and you come to a, a small clearing in this this murky forest. Please roll me perception checks, everyone. Oh sweet, the thing I'm good at. How do you have a plus two? Nice. Changelings have a lot of perception. Ah, uh, okay. Because changelings have a pretty high will, for I call. Perception's based off of intellect. Yeah. Oh, my bad. But anyways, yeah, you guys uh, look around, and off in the distance you see some some uh, mud-covered, would look to be corpses. Just a couple of them, but they're wearing what seem to be dirty robes, and they their bodies are covered with mud and debris. They look like they've been there for a little bit, but not rotten or anything. This is why camouflage is important. So what do? Uh, I take a look to see if there's any other living things possibly near us that we might sh- that we should be on the lookout for. Uh, do you approach the bodies while you're doing this? Yes. Hey Tyler, you said they're just wearing clothes or like any particular kind of clothes? Uh, they just seem to be wearing, like, cloaks. Are, what, are they all the same colored cloaks? Yes, they are a, uh, sort of like an odd shade of purple. A dried up, sore purple. I, uh, awkward question. Is there any way, being an academic for a cult, that I could possibly roll to maybe see what connections that color have to a cult, since we're looking for cultists. Get back to me once you guys get a little closer, and then we'll talk. Okay. Um, a color isn't really much to go on, but I like where your mind's at. Should I roll a uh, perception trick as I get near the bodies? Uh, you're actually okay. Because as you guys approach, you actually hear a little growling coming from the woods. Immediately to your left. And they're not really hiding. Uh, you see a pack of what look like three small coyotes. They look pretty hungry, pretty malnourished, and they look ready to uh, chomp on some dead flesh that you're about to fiddle with. They growl at you aggressively, and they approach. What do? I'm ready my staff. I'm gonna grind my gears at them loudly. I'm gonna pull out my dagger, and I'm gonna growl back at them. I'm not sure if intimidation's a thing. I think it is. I don't know what it is right at hand. I have no idea. Tell you what, for the sake of uh, ease, 
I'm just going to say that they kind of stand their ground. And if you do not back off, they're going to start surrounding you. Or as, as, as much as three coyotes can surround four armed humanoids. Then there's three coyotes? There is three coyotes. Yes. Intimidation is a will attack. Interesting. Uh, then yeah. Go ahead and, uh... I guess it's a will defense also? But imagine so. I have a feeling this is probably not gonna go well unless I roll well. Yeah, go ahead and, uh... Nope. Oh, that's, that's nope. pretty bad. Yeah, it is also a will defense. But you can go ahead and roll your if you want, Cody. I am tiny and not fearsome looking. They, they are almost indignant at your attempt to scare them off and, uh dart around you, surrounding you. Unless anyone has any last minute things they would like to do, uh, we're going to go into initiative. How close are they? They are not adjacent to you, but they are closing in. Um, real quick question. Uh, would it take longer than a minute for them to get to us? Certainly not. Okay. I was I was going to try and pull some magic bullshit, but uh, some friendship are requires me to They are less than ten feet away from you. Okay, yeah. I, I was going to try and song of friendship them, but that requires me to uh, concentrate for a minute and sing. And, like, I'm going to be real, I don't think I have the, that amount of time to try and get these coyotes to uh, become my friend. You would be uh, you would be correct in your assumption. Uh, the coyotes are certainly right next to you. Uh, with Shadow Sight, do I see any other uh, coyotes or just the three in the shadows? Um, I'm, I'm not going to make you roll. It seems to be that these are the three. You will. This is the pack. So I guess we're going to go ahead and start our initiative then. What everyone like to do? I'm going to go slow action. I'm going to take a fast one. I'm going to go slow action. All right. Would it be a slow action to ready my staff and then uh, attack? Readying is it's not a thing. You, you can just attack, but you're not, in, you're not in range. You'd have to move, which is a separate action. Okay, um, yeah, so I'm going to, uh, Traveler is going to get his, uh, his bonk and staff ready, and, uh, since there's three of them and four of us, uh, I'm gonna just kind of be like, okay, well, you guys are a little bit, uh, stronger than me, so, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow the, uh, I'm gonna follow the, uh, the, the clockwork guy here. Get yeah, fast slow here, Brandon. Uh, slow. Okay, so Cody, I think you're the only one on fast. Yeah, using my soldier-like reflexes, I'm gonna throw a dagger, the, uh, not the worthless dagger from my belt. Do it. Oh, yeah. Two damage. Okay, you throw your dagger, and it sinks into the shoulder of one of the wolves. It yelps out in pain, but grits its teeth, and, uh, still stands, maybe with a little bit of a limp, but it's still, still okay, but you certainly, you certainly hit it. They, uh, the wolves are also going to go in slow. So, um, players? We went to the nearest coyote to me and look, and just kind of uh, hit, it with my, hit it in the leg, uh, like aiming for the joint of the leg with my sap. Okay, go on attack, please. How big are these coyotes? Um, they're like medium dog sized. Would they be bigger than me or no? Uh, I think you're actually size one, so you're not that small. I'm size a half. They're about your size. 
They're not any. They're not any bigger than you. Okay. Uh, that is certainly a hit, uh, Mr. Nosak. Roll your damage. Are, now, are you hitting the one that Cody already hit, or are you hitting a different one? I'm hitting a different one. Okay. Roll your damage, please. Oof. You crack that wolf in the shoulder really good, and you hear a, a sickening snap. That coyote is not dead, but certainly not doing any hunting anytime soon. Uh, it is effectively out of the combat. Um, would I be able to do a coup de on it next turn? Uh, sure, if you want to take your turn to do that, but it's not acting in the combat anymore. Okay. It's effectively maimed to the point of not being able to, to walk on its own. So, it's not going to be able to attack you. You've effectively dealt with all of its health, but you hit it in the leg, so I'm not going to say you, you hit its leg and its head explodes. It'd be kind of corny. <laughs> Uh, but it's effectively you've you've incapacitated it. Okay. Who's next? I'll go next. Do it. So, uh, seeing Marshall hit the one in the shoulder, Pluck is gonna move up to it and try and kind of like stab it in the other shoulder, kind of like uh, matador style, is what I'm imagining. Okay. Go and ahead, I'm gonna roll use uh, trickery. Uh, remind me how that works again. I think I remember, but I want to be sure. Uh, so trickery, once per round, you can make an attack roll or a challenge roll with one boon. If you attack with one boon from the t- from this particular talent, the attack deals an extra d6 extra damage. Awesome. 26 to hit. Wow. Yeah, you hit him. Cool. So I'm going to do my d3 damage plus a d6 also. Yes, you do. Yeah. You take a uh, quick expert step up and extend your arm in a grand flourishing thrust. You feel that dagger slide right between the rib bones of that coyote, and it slides right through the heart. It is dead before it hits the ground. Teamwork, Marshall! Wonderful attack, Commander Pluck. You are learning well. It's all thanks to you! And uh, now it's traveling have my fucking staff and uh, I'm going to just raise it above my head and go to smash this coyote skull while I am screaming that uh, y'all are the fucking worst I am a magician here and y'all like didn't let me go for for, for the team for the teamwork kill pluck why why are you like this I'm commander next week and then just like <sighs> you might be a, you're a magician but you're the squishiest magician I know Roll your attack roll. So, not, good thing to know is is that staffs are also finesse weapons, which means I get to use my fucking... Motherfucker, why even have a dagger Dagger is good for chopping up the uh, fresh coyote meat. Because daggers are free. Are they? They're actually five copper. Does that hit? No, buddy. It, that's actually one short. Oh, boy, yeah. So I, like come down with my staff and it like just bounces off of a fucking rock or whatever. I'm just like be a commander. You're going to have to hit something first. You swing it down and the coyote kind of like anticipates your hit and bites the staff and like shakes it like a toy really hard. Totally like your blow doesn't do anything. And now that's the end of player turns. It's going to be wolf turns next. And since this wolf has your staff at its mouth, it's going to go ahead and attack you, Brenda. I, I keep saying wolf, coyote. I was going to say, this coyote's defense is the same as mine. Traveler, you are a magician. 
Why did you attempt to use martial prowess? What's your defense, buddy? Ten. Oh, that's just barely a hit. Well, you see, Marshall, I wanted to look cool like, ah! Maybe he needs the armor, although I don't think it would fit him. Oh, fuck Oof. me, dude. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty good one. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he, how much health do you have? Eleven. Yeah, um, he, uh, he throws that, that staff to side and bites you right in the thigh. He gets a lot of thigh meat in that bite. Uh, he, he shakes his head really hard, and you can feel those teeth tearing into your thigh. Traveler, no! A hard uh, lesson was that day. It is now top of the round. Question. Would Traveler be within reach of me? Or considered short distance? Uh, I'll consider that short distance, yeah. Other question. If I wanted to put my dagger away and pull my sling out... Would that be an action? Or? I actually think switching weapons is not considered an action. Question, what's your healing rate, uh, Traveler? Two. Two. Not going to do much, but I could do sheer recovery. Uh, also, also pro, pro GM tip, the likelihood of that coyote being alive by the time it gets around to him is very slow, or very little. So just hit it, and then it'll uh, you can heal him after. Okay. Yeah. Um, I take a fax action then does what well, well short distance is melee range right I'm gonna go ahead and say that you're in melee I'm okay with that I'll take a fast action I'll also take a fast action okay same okay what about you traveler take a fast action to jam this staff down that thing's throat Jesus yeah you want you want to go ahead and go first yeah, sure. Let's see if I can actually Give hit it. Opportunity for some revenge. Nope. Swing and a miss. Joe, uh, I want you to remember that you have your prayer thing now, right? No, that's next level. Oh, okay. Never mind. Are you using trickery again? Oh yeah, I get to use it every round. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Twenty-three to hit. Oh yeah. Six damage. Yeah, you uh, Trevor, you look down at that wolf. With fear, uh, that coyote with it has fierce eyes and it looks like it's about to bear down on another bite and suddenly its eyes go very wide and still as you see Pluck walk up from behind it and jam that dagger uh, right at the base of the skull upwards into the brain and it is uh, very dead so dead in fact that it can't even open its jaw to let your, let your thigh go uh, Pluck's gonna pull her dagger out of it as it hits the ground and point it at a at, uh... At Travel, I'm like, and this is why I'm commander. Yeah, that uh, that coyote still has its jaws around your thigh as it lays dead on the ground. I'm going to try and pry it off of me. That's fine, you pry it off. It hurts wicked bad. Oh, oh god. Alright, so... That's squishy. Alright, so first off, this is why that we actually use tactics when we fight. That is why I did not engage. The rest of you ran ahead of the group. I didn't... My tactic Fair. wasn't open. Also, I could handle being bitten, unlike you. You look almost dead there, buddy. Yeah, well, it kind of sucks. I think it might have nicked, like, an artery or something. I can heal you, 
but you, I can't guarantee it will do much. It, it might heal, it might, it would at least stop the bleeding and any internal problems that this may have caused, but you'll still have a uh, pretty big flesh wound. Well, I'll take whatever, I'm ta- I'll take whatever you're willing to offer. Alright, uh, let me get it with uh, Nusak kind of Nusak takes his staff and limps on over there because he does still have his own uh, wound from the goblin attack earlier. <sighs> Let's see if this will work. And he uh, places a hand a couple centimeters above the wound, wound of a uh, traveler. By the strength of my ancestors that they have bestowed upon me, take this healing gift. He casts uh, Share Recovery. So take your healing rate and apply that, and I take mine and apply it to mine. So that fully heals you, I believe, Joe? And you gain 2 HP back, Brendan. Yep. Right. I also hey, have one more. Six. I can do one more healing. Uh, I learned a uh, spell, a minor healing spell, but it only, it won't do much more. We don't know what other dangers we have out here. Uh, if anyone else has field dressings they can do. Ha <laughs> you're funny. My field dressing is not getting bitten by wild coyotes. Well, I could do it one more time, but I will have to rest, rest for the day if I was to try to do anything else. Like, unless me jamming uh, a bone oh, into actually, him is going to fix him up. Like, if he breaks a bone, I have a, some bones I can substitute it for, but only the rib bones. Then I could help him. Uh, otherwise, nah, that's not my jam. Actually, uh, Tyler, I do have a question, because I just noticed that uh, healing rate does go up as your health goes up. Would mine still be two when it's at 11? Because I know it's supposed to be a quarter of my health. A quarter around your health. So, so I'm like one short of it being three. Okay. Yeah, you need to be twelve. Need you are. Yeah, twelve would be three, but right now it's still two. Did you boost your strength up at all, Brendan? No, I did not. Okay. Do you want me to perform the spell on you, Traveler? I can, but it. You don't know what dangers we have out here. Let's wait. All right, I can at least do this much. Uh, Nisik reaches into his uh, bag. And he pulls out a um, basic shirt he's been saving and takes his dagger, cuts it, uh, starts cutting and cutting it into little ribbons. Uh, no, 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 no. What are you doing? What are you doing? Dra- I'm tying the wound. I'm bandaging your wounds. Yes, with that shirt? No, give me that shirt. But how else am I going to bandage your wounds? I strip out of my hobo rags and take an actual nice shirt. Okay. Um, I give start... you my hobo rags to tie the wound off with. How much piss and shit are covered in those hobo rags, Brandon? Uh, Actually, he does. Ha- he did get that nice shirt last week that had only just two holes mean, in it. Five months you ago. You mean six months ago? Oh yeah, six months ago. A lot of pee. You get it situated so that your wounds is, is stable. You're, we're going to just go ahead and say you're okay. One way or the other, okay. you're fine. So how messed up are these coyote pelts, by the way? Remarkably, not so much. 
Um, Mine cool. Have uh, anybody want to help me strip the fur off of this and maybe? Uh... Oh, actually, I go over to uh, my coyote that I took down, uh, the one I took down. I mean, and uh, take my dagger and shove it through it, shove it through the uh, rib cage to kill it. Um, it's dead. Hey, Marshall, can you help me uh, skin these wolves? Bonk might like them. I don't know. You can throw them around the the, the building or something. I think we sure should thing, Commander. The collar will look nice on a human skin jacket. I, I let them handle that while I go over to the uh, cultist bodies. You're not sure if this is going to be a factor or not, but these these coyotes seem to be pretty brittle with like fleas and mange. Uh, they were they look like they were starving. Um, That's why I asked uh, what the pelts look like. The oh, I, well, they're not over, overly wounded. The, the, the wounds that killed them were actually pretty clean. But they're not terribly in good shape. They look like they hadn't eaten in a few days. Their skin is stretched out from, like, lack of fat. Then I rescind the asking to skin them. It's certainly, like, fleas and mange and, like, old scabs. Uh, they lived a pretty rough life, these coyotes in this dank, gross forest. Actually, oh. looking at this further, he probably wouldn't like these. You know, he likes uh, the high-quality stuff. But if you want the Marshall just for whatever, I'll help you take them off. Yeah. I'm gonna still skin them for, you know, leather back at the hidey hole. Because leather, bones, all that good stuff. I'm just gonna go ahead and say you can do that, just to adjust yeah, the scene. Uh, do you yeah. go look at those bodies? I do. Yes. Uh, also bone. That's fine. That's fine. Welcome to the bone zone. So as you look at these, what appear to be cultists, do you want to make that that occult roll again, Christina? Yes, uh, I'm done cleaning uh, the coyotes and yeah, them. we're gonna say that that's done. I'm not gonna make you roll for that. Okay. Yeah, then I'm gonna. I'll go ahead and make that occult roll. I'm gonna make you roll for that. Go ahead and make me a a d20. Um, I will. You, you're not going to get a boon for this because you having the the lore is just giving you the ability to roll for it. Um. Oh, I was about to ask if I could help give her a boon since I have academics in magic, and if there's any magical bullshit around, maybe I could help. Uh, not really anything noticeably magic. Um, but the occult was exactly what you needed, and you passed the roll. You're not exact. It's not terribly. You're not terribly sure exactly what they're focusing their occult worship on, but they certainly did seem to be worshipping something. Uh, as you look towards their bodies, towards skinning them, they seem to have, like, odd markings and scarifications in their body, almost like they were, like, flagellating. They have a couple books about, like, how uh, they will raise the destroyer and he will bring them to salvation. Uh, that's all it really says. You haven't really heard of that exactly. But it sounds like they were looking towards a pretty notable, like, figure that had done actions that are notable and were looking to uh, resurrect him. What was the name of it again? Uh, the Destroyer. Question, because this sounds like a religion thing. Um, as a religious devotee, as one of my professions, would uh, would I maybe know anything about this? You would actually not. The Destroyer is not a religious figure. Can I make a roll for the Annihils of the Dead? Uh, it will allow me to see if I know any such 
names in their dwarven history. This is not a dwarven thing. Gotcha. Christina, what are your other professions? I'm a gatherer, uh, a cult academic, and a musician. You know what? You can go ahead and make me a musician roll with one bane, actually. It's a bit of a niche roll, but you have the option to pass it. Um, question, uh, real quick, before she rolls. It's fine. What's up? Um, so me and her have pretty similar things with her being a musician and me being an actor. Would I be able to help out on that? Uh, you can make your own role. Okay. One, one bane again. Is any of the book written in dark speech, by the way? No, it is written in common. Uh, then I can't read it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm assuming you like show this, show this to the class. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'll look at be like, I can't read this. I looked uh, over at the uh, book. Yeah, you're not really sure. The, the The terminology sounds kind of familiar, uh, but you can't really place it. Um, yeah, sorry, not 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 quite sure. It sounds like it's like you may have heard of this in passing, but that's about it. As the robot soldier, I'm pretty sure I've had to put down some cultists before, or were cultists less of a problem before the darkness fed. Oh, they've certainly cropped up a lot since the sun died. Gotcha, so I wouldn't have been putting down cultists too often. I was gonna say, could I make a roll for that, but... No, I'm afraid not. But do you, you skin them? Yeah, I'll yeah. skin them. Uh, again, their flesh is kind of like marred with scarification and flagellation marks. That's what Blanc said, sent you to go get. So. Uh, look, what is the book written in? Well... I don't really recognize this language. I've seen it before. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, may I see? Yeah, here. I uh, take a look at the book. Also, are the cloaks nice at all? Like, is the fabric okay? It's pretty poor quality burlap or like wool, maybe, and covered in mud and dirt and blood. Not terribly good. I'm gonna take one because I'm gonna make a, a blanket or a pillow out of it, probably. Okay. It is terribly uncomfortable fabric to touch. Very coarse and very, like, not tactically pleasing. Nope, never mind. Don't like that. Don't like this. Bye. I, uh, look through the book no, to see what it says. Same thing that you just heard me talk about. Some, the the raising the destroyer. Same thing. Oh, seems to be talking about some kind of destroyer thing. So you guys have two corpses worth of skin so far. Was there only two corpses over here? In this one clearing. There's certainly more forest. Oh, okay. We should probably go check to see if there's more out elsewhere. I know there's just two Bonk of these guys. Bonk did mention that it was an entire group, and very rarely does two people a group make. Do we get a sense of how long these are? Skins are gonna be acceptable quality for Bunk. You know, I don't really think you have a way of knowing. Heard. Um, Just for the sake of uh, Pluck being a gatherer, you assume that you're probably okay for like uh, a good number of hours. It's probably not that rushed. As long as you don't spend like a week out here, you'll probably be alright. You mean a hermit doesn't know how long human flesh lasts on the wreck? Afraid not. Well, shucks. 
I'm excited I'm getting so much use out of Gather. Yeah. Well, so do you guys carry on? Uh, I'm yeah, we got a couple hours. Traveler, do you need to rest? No, we should carry on. We don't want these things spoiling, right? Can we look for footprints to see if maybe, like, we could tell what direction another part of this group might have gone in? You get a general direction about the uh, of the forest that goes deeper, but with the gross, muddy conditions of the forest, I'm going to go ahead and say that there's not really any tracks to speak of. Everything kind of melds into one. That's so, one of those things where it's so muddy it doesn't actually leave prints, it just kind right. of suctions like, back so, out. So, so many things go back and forth through this pass that it's just a muddled mess. So with it being, since it is swampland, muddled messed up, there would be game trails, and it's human nature to follow the game trails, because those are... You have a general idea about a, a way this group would have probably went, but you cannot find exact trails, like numbers or, or sizes or anything. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, they went this way, so... I'm gonna go this way. I, uh, follow Stratum. Yep. Okay. Uh, you guys go a little bit farther in to a deeper part of the forest with a bit more canopy, a bit less light, a bit more dank, for lack of a better word. You come across yet another clearing, and almost asking to be found are two more bodies of the same cultists. Fresher this time. I do a perception to look for any wildlife that might be nearby. Okay, um, go ahead. I, on the other hand, would like to do a perception to figure out the cause of death. I was going to ask something very similar. Also, kind of like what position the bodies are laying in. Okay. Everyone make me perception, please. Yeah. Dirty 20. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. 11. I forgot to put my plus one. All right. Uh, well, Cody, what are you looking for exactly? You just said everybody make a perception roll. Yeah, I meant the people who are asking for it, but you can roll too if you have something you're looking no. for. No. It's okay. Alright. Um, well, you'll just Cody? be part of the group then. Cody, uh, you could be looking for wildlife. Your, what was your question, Brendan? Um, what what we murdered for again? them? Uh, what it seems the that they were murdered by a blade. Seems like a bladed implement killed them. One of the guys has a sword blow seems to go through his clavicle into the heart, and the other guy seems to have been stabbed in the chest with a what appears to be a sword. And Christina, you asked, oh, they are both facing uh, upwards on their backs, remarkably in a relaxed position. Like they uh, didn't fight back. Ah, that's my next question. Guessing I don't see any uh, nearby wildlife that might attack? Uh, no, you don't see anything. Gotcha. Do you guys approach? Yeah, uh, I don't sense any danger. Might as well get to work. Alright, who approaches first? I will. Cody, what is your defense? Thirteen. Okay. Uh, as you reach down to start doing the deed of skinning these things, uh, the arm of the creature that you reach down to touch suddenly jolts up very fast in a striking clawing motion and and rakes against your chest plate finding no purchase but leaving some scratches there is a low uh, 
<laughs> sound as the corpse lurches forward. Oh, by my ancestors, why can't we catch a break? I'm going to, equally as best, stab the dagger into its, like, up through the, uh, ghibli bits under the jaw. That is noted, but before we get to actual combat, you notice the other corpse rise up in a similar manner. They shamble upwards and try to, like, clumsily get to their feet like their bones and joints don't function properly. Uh, they have empty dead, cold, glazed over eyes, but seem animated by some force not their own. But this is going to be combat. Uh, I'm going to say that Cody is in melee range, but the rest of you are not. Uh, so, what actions do people like to make? Slow. Uh, slow. I'm going to do slow. Fast. Okay, Cody, you're up. Team. Yep, you hit him. What weapon are you using? Uh... My dagger just taking it quick off the belt to jab it up under the ghibli bits into the head. You jam it up right up under the ghibli bits into the head, but it doesn't seem like the head is anything that contributes to this thing's life. Its, it's groaning noise is altered by the sound of a blade in its throat, but uh, it presses on, moving towards you to aggress. Uh, you certainly did stab it in the head, though. A gross, pale, thick yellow liquid starts oozing out of its stab wound. Uh, holding the dagger there, I would like to use that to kind of steer it to hold it at bay. You may take actions in doing that in your next turn, but you've taken your action for the round. Yeah. Alright. That one Zamble is going to move in fast. He's going to try to hit you. Yeah, that's oh a 20. Boy. He hit you. Alrighty. Three Spicy. damage. It reaches a claw up and tries to, like, dig into your underarm to, to get into some bits. It tries at the plates and metal bends and creaks. Certainly hurts. Uh, take three damage. Alright. My slow folks. What you doing? Find what's controlling them. A knife to the brain should have killed them, but it doesn't. Marshall. I'm not, I'm not Marshall. Traveler. You look around and see if you can spot. I'm gonna try to fend off this free one that that's um, Marshall doesn't have pinned down currently, and I rush forward and try to knock that the freestanding one back down to the ground with my staff. Okay, are you just making a normal attack? Yeah, normal attack. Okay, that actually hits. Well then, these things are actually they actually seem to be blind. Very slow and sluggish. Ooh, good. You bring that staff down, crack it in the face, and its jaw just clean dislocates. It is hanging by the flap of skin that connects the cheek and the jaw. But it is uh, still particularly alive, if you could call it that, as it continues to shamble up. Hurry! Next. Um... So I'm going to, with my slow action, I guess, uh, since he's asking me to try and find uh, what's controlling them, and obviously this is some kind of fucking magic, I would like to figure out what the fuck's going on and see if there's someone in the area that is controlling them. Uh, oh, oh, fuck it. Oh, one sec. I need to hold something up. I know what you're going to look up. Sense magic? Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm not even going to make you do any... I'm going to give you a little bit extra here, because this is spicy. Uh, both of these creatures are 
entirely encumbered with, like, surrounded by magic. You can even infer that they are entirely being automated by magic. Like, it's not like a brain or a heart or a soul is controlling them. They are being basically puppeted around by a magical force. And the only way to stop that is to just destroy the body enough so that the magic can't be contained anymore. All right, and along with that, uh, you, oh. you, it's vague. It's like a slight and vague. But farther into the woods, you feel another magical presence that you have a feeling is the source. Okay. Y'all, there's some kind of uh, thing uh, using magic to reanimate these. We got to take them down. It's uh, We got we to just beat them up as hard as we can. It's all magic keeping them up. Okay. okay. Uh, Christina, are you back? Yeah. Do you point out where that, that magical source outside of the two Zambles are coming from? Yes. It's not really something you can pinpoint. It's You know a general direction that it will probably be in, but you cannot point to it. In this okay. clearing, these two these two animated corpses are the only thing that are they're they're clear. The, the the two animated corpses are basically like uh, overwhelming my sense magic, so I can't point in an exact. This direction. is the current. This is your current fight. The, but you can sense the boss in the next room. Oh no, that's fine. I just I was double checking. So yeah. Okay. Christina wanted to go up and uh one v one the boss. I mean, you don't know my life. But I mean, the quicker way to kill them is to kill the thing controlling them. But eh. okay, so I'm gonna go up to one of the zambles and just start like hacking away at them with my dagger. Got to piece them up. Uh, which zamble? There is one that uh, Sherm currently has stabbed in the jaw, and one that currently does not have a jaw because Nosek knocked its jaw off. Well, clearly the one without the jaw is less of a threat. And I gotta help out my boy. So I'm okay, gonna help about, Marshall. How about, about your boy? Doing trickery? Oh, yeah. Do it. Uh, uh, Tyler, I do have a question. Um, since, uh, I, I, since I used technically a slow action, but I only used basically one thing, would I be able to have my other action basically be like holding an attack in case one of the Zam- Zambonis come at me? That's agreeable. Cool. My roll was not great. You still hit. Yeah. Seven damage. Ooh. Alrighty. So you uh, you see that one fight in your boy, you come up behind it and stab it in the fucking kidney a whole bunch. Just shank it in the side like ten times. It lets out another gurgling uh, at every stab and after a, a good solid fifteen seconds of just hacking at this thing's guts, it eventually collapses and it lets out a heavy sigh, and you see a gross, purpley green mist escape its mouth, and it moves no more. Y'all saw it. It ran into my knife. You straight up murdered the thing, but that's not the thing that's questionable here. Why are these things becoming reanimated? Do not magic. All right. Uh, hey, uh, hey, my buddy. Hey, 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 Mister Orax. That uh, Zamboy who you knocked the jaw off of is mighty ornery that he knocked his jaw off. He's going to try and knock okay. your jaw off. Well, I got the health to spare, so... <laughs> yeah, that What's hits. your defense? Yeah. yeah, it does. Ooh. Ooh. Max damage. Ow. Oh. Ow. Yeah, buddy. Ah. He indeed does fucking clock you real hard in the jaw. Level playing. Like, you're 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 seeing birds after that fucking... He, he just straight up Rocky Balboa with you in the jaw. 
Oh, like it, it, my it rocks your heart. God damn it! Like that that Zamble was a fucking he he was a brawler in his past life. See, he clocked you so hard. <laughs> you you kind of see him stumble backwards as he's holding the spot where he was hit. You, I'm not sure if you've experienced this, but there was a moment that you almost black out. Like you know when your head jolts to the side really quick, and you're like, your body's like, hey, you should probably hit the ground now. And you're like, no, 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 I will not hit the ground. I'm not gonna get knocked out. <laughs> but you, you were right there. Oof! I hate that feeling. Oh no! I, I yeah, like you see, you see the black around your vision for a second, and it fades back. What are they fading these things? Magic. Top of the round. Uh, fast, fast action. Slow action. Is the other one close enough for me to get to with the fast action? Sure. Then fast action. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give the the priority to Mr. Nosek because he just got fucking clobbered. I tightened the grip on my uh, staff. By the beards of my ancestors, you will fall before me. And I aim to uh, just whack his head clean off his shoulders if possible. Roll it. That's a hit. All damage. That is actually just enough. Bring that staff down really hard, and you hear a wicked crunch. As you don't knock the head off, but you do like cave the skull in and bash the part you caved in off. There's like gray brain matter oozing out of this thing's head. It is very clearly dead. As that same gross, malevolent energy escapes it. Oh. I'm gonna need a long, long nap after this one. Alright, guys. What you do? How tall are these guys? How about normal humanoid height? Like, five and a half to six feet tall. Same dingy okay. red, same dingy purple vests. Cody, are you gonna skin them and wear them like a meat suit to disguise yourself? Camouflage. That Eric, why? You're rash. I want to make a t-shirt now that says that and just give it to Cody next time I see him. So, looking at these two, the one that Nosek dispatched, his pelt is mostly still intact. Missing some brain meat, but yeah. Me. The other one has a couple holes in its side, but you can still get a pretty good run of uh, material out of it. You might just have to cut around the, the bit that got uh, eviscerated. Sorry, sorry, I got a little overzealous. Don't blame me on that one. So, I want to skin... I want to skin both of them. But I would like to use the one who got his brain smashed in using his skin to take back to, uh, Bonk. And then the other one with a mostly intact face, I want to camouflage. Oh, uh, you can... <laughs> I don't know. You can roll, but I'm going to go ahead and say give me a bane on that because of this thing's sunken, dried, decrepit skin being stretched over your large, metallic face. Not 20 this, Cody. Do it. Afraid not. I mean, I'm still going to wear its face. I would, you, you're currently wearing a bunch of... You're wearing some torn up, shredded skin. It doesn't look like a face. It looks like you're just a robot wearing meat. That's fine. <laughs> I know it is, buddy. Man, I know it is. Alright, so what do you guys do now? 
You can, uh, you can still sense an ominous presence just past the next blade. We should probably go take care of that shit, don't we? Yeah, that's, uh... That smells bad. Like, my sense of that is it, it smells really bad. With sense magic, can I, like, determine the kind of magic that's being used or just that it's magic? Uh, I'm afraid you just know that there is magic. You do uh, not Okay. You do get a pretty general sense of dark, torpid foreboding, though. It's not really palpable, but it is certainly bitter. If that makes sense. Oh, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, let's uh, let's make sure that we're all good to go before that we go in there. Um, besides the massive, massive headache I now have, uh, I think I'm still good. How much health do you have left, by the way, bud? Twelve. Okay. Yeah, after taking that big slobber knocker of a hit, you still have more health than Brendan and Max. He has the same amount I have at Max. He has the same amount I have after taking a hit. I am the tank. Are you? Because we're at the same health and I'm still harder to hit. I will be the tank. Well, and if you want to. Be fair, to be fair, my cockworks start with 13 defense base. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Gobbos start with 12. I'm just up to 13 because I got this nifty no, no, armor. No. No, I want to be. I want to be clear here. There is a trade-off. You are at 13 because you have two in your agility, and then you have some armor. His defense is just 13 all the time. It cannot go higher. Even with even if he got like some nifty upgrades or something like that? He'd have to have armor, but by like increasing his stat block will never increase his defense. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, um... Yeah, I'm good to keep going. Uh question uh if, if this is going to be uh how are we going to do what's our plan going in we can't just run in no i definitely suggest you stay in back okay so like i can totally do that and do play support and that's totally cool with me for right now but uh in case we need it i can uh well you know if if we can it, i would appreciate it if um and I'm sure the Pluck would love it too if that uh, if this guy has a, a spot where we can get him. Try and uh, try and push him towards some uh, some darkness, maybe like some shadowy shadows of like a tree or something. Then I can help out a little bit more. So we know the general direction he's in, right? Just not exactly where. Yeah, and I kind of like point off. Okay, I will. So I can be fairly sneaky, so I can use that. I will approach the group disguised as one of them. They will not know what hit them. Excellent. Excellent. He tells me that's not going to work. I I appreciate that, uh, Marshall. But um, like I said, um, once that once we start throwing down, just uh, try and get them, uh, try try and get this mage closer to like some dark areas. I can mark him with the. You can mark him with a what? The jewel. Well, it's. My studies have said it's called a brand of doom. It should do a decent amount of damage to him while it's active. And does that cause a lot of light? What's going on? No, it just marks him. It binds a rune to him for about a minute. This brand of doom. Uh, out of character. It's, 
it's one minute, one creature within short range, I make an intelligence roll against their agility, and then for one minute per round of the duration, they take 1d6 extra damage from the room. So, 66 worth of extra damage for a whole minute, since I believe rounds are six seconds long? Uh, I don't- I believe, yeah. It would be 10d6, then. Okay. Neat. Well, then we will have to work on that. Um... So, send Marshall in, and I'll sneak around, and you stay back, and then... I'll- I'll go in with Marshall as well, since... I don't really have much sneaking abilities. I mean, you're small. You could probably sneak around. Maybe not as well as I can usually, but... How... How is y'all's uh, night sight? Very oh, good. Dark That's a good question. Yeah, I have special goblin-y shadow sight. Uh, dwarves are dark-sighted. What's the difference between dark-sighted? Like, what is your say for dark-sight? Let me check. Yeah, Dark said, I can see in the areas obscured by shadows and darkness within medium range as those areas were lit. Beyond this, this is straight darkness and shadows and shadows as lit. Interesting. So it's not terribly different than Shadow Sight. Yeah, I think that me and Christina both have Shadow Sight. Yeah, I think it's a, a Fae type thing. Yeah, so if I'm understanding correctly, everything within a medium range. Uh, looks as if it were daylight. Uh, anything beyond that, shadows kind of just look. Darkness looks like shadows, and shadows look like light. So it's kind of like dark vision, in a way. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, makes sense. Okay, well, if you guys want, I can, I can blind him. I can cover this person in shadow. But what if they could see a shadow too? Well, who knows, but we'll have to figure that out. Sounds like a plan. Yes, sounds like a wonderful plan. I will take care of everyone not covered in shadows. Marshall, you can't see in shadows? I cannot see in the dark. Darn. We gotta fix that. Okay, well, tell you what, if there's just one of them there, we'll, uh, I won't cast any shadows on them. And if there's multiples, then I'll cast shadows on the guy who looks like he's the stinking necromancer. Gotcha. Wonderful. And Marshall can take care of the uh, the others. Finally, a challenge. Christina here with all the logistics for this episode. We would like to give a big thanks to the musical talent of Kevin McLeod, as well as Raphael Crux for our opening Asking Questions, and Alexander Nakarada for this ending song, Behind the Sword. All three contributed to the music heard throughout this episode. If you like what you heard, please look them up, and also feel free to give us a like, a follow, or a good review. It goes a long way with helping us get out to more listeners, and we always appreciate the feedback. Speaking of feedback, if you'd like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at a paradise loss or send any questions into a paradise loss at gmail.com. Wolf zombies and a necromancer? Oh my! As is the trend with this campaign, first comes preparation, then comes ramp up, 
And then comes a boss battle. You guess what next episode is? Huh? Huh? Any takers? Well, if you can't decipher the clearly cryptic mystery, no worries. Have a boon to help you out, and make sure to stay safe until next time.